This is a Morley Radio podcast. Welcome to London Hat Week on Morley Radio. My name is Martine Henry and I am a London-based milliner. I'm here with Georgina Abbott of Atelier Millinery and Becky Weaver of Hat Talk e-magazine, members of the British Hat Guild and founders of London Hat Week. Welcome, Georgina and Becky. Hi, Martine. Great to be here today. Hi, Martine. Thanks ever so much for interviewing us. Can you tell us what London Hat Week is and why you decided to start it? Sure, I'd love to. Um, So London Hat Week is a celebration of hats, which normally involves more than 100 different events all over London. Um, These include classes to learn millinery skills, hat wearing events, exhibitions, um, a hat walk, just everything to do with hats we we have going on. Um, Jordina and I came up with the idea for London Hat Week the very first time we met. So I had come to Georgina's hat shop in London to interview her for my magazine. And before we began, um, we went out for lunch. So even though we hardly knew each other, we just quickly began talking about hats, which was our common passion. Um, And all the amazing events that happen in different parts of the world uh, for hat makers and hat lovers. And we just started to wonder why nothing was happening in London. Because London is a city where some of the world's top milliners live and work and um, By the end of the meal, we decided that we should start something. And six months later, the first London Hat Week happened. Okay, and and who's Hat Week aimed at? Well, it's really aimed at anybody who loves hats. So that could be a hat maker. It could be a hat wearer. It could just be an admirer of hats. Um, We have all kinds of things going on, no matter what what you like about hats. But uh, for hat makers, like I said, we have a lot of millinery classes and we have tutors coming in from around the world and some of the top UK tutors as well so that people can learn new skills and discover new materials. Um, we also host a supplier fair every year so that gives people a chance to buy the specialist tools and equipment like hat, hat blocks, um, cinema, different materials that you can't find easily for hat making. It gives people a chance to, to meet with the suppliers and buy those things. For hat wearers, we have social events uh, like our launch party and the hat walk that we have each year. And this gives people a chance to get dressed up, put a hat on and meet other people that also share a passion for hats. This year, London Hat Week turns six. What have been your highlights over the years? Well, if I think back right to the beginning, um, 2014, um, the first one happened in March, having planned it in the previous October, as Becky just said. And we really didn't know if anybody was going to turn up. So it was a bit of a risk. And then during that week, most of the events happened in and around my shop at the time, which was in Carnaby um, in West London. And um, I met this Japanese lady who turned up for some of the events. And I thought, oh, she's just stumbled across this by being in London on holiday. But as I got speaking to her, she had found it on Facebook in advance and she had come to London specifically to come to the first London Hat Week. And I was so delighted. I just wanted to hug her because I thought, right, this is a thing now. People are really going to look for this and people are going to come to it and they want to attend the events and and meet other people who share their passion for hats. 
so it was a really exciting time and then every year we've added things and, and it's grown and, and it's been a, a general progression and then I think uh, a big stage for me was around about 2016 I think it was that one where we had the London hat walk which usually takes place on a Sunday and we had so many people on it that year that we literally stopped traffic in the Strand so they people had to stop to let us go across the road and that was a real moment, you know, having that many people involved and all parading through London in their hats. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. And every year there's been um, a major highlight for me. I, I think the most recent one was last year when we did our first ever catwalk and just seeing the audience reaction to not only the hats, but also our really fantastic Samba models. Um, they danced their way down the catwalk and they really created an atmosphere and it was great. Everybody was talking about it for the rest of the week um, and also asking us if we're going to do it again. So I think those are the, the three big ones for me that stand out. And Becky, what are your highlights from the years? So I think each of the launch parties each year has always been a highlight for me. Um, it's It's always kind of a lot of work to get it together and crazy rush but when when we get there and the room starts to fill with people whatever venue we've used each year um it's just always amazing to see people walk in in their hats and um just to the the energy that's created and the enjoyment that people have there uh has been great i think another one for me would be um in 2017 we got to meet zandra rhodes which was which was pretty exciting um and then I think uh, last year, it was a, a highlight for me was uh, when the London Hat Walk was featured in the BBC Weekend Pictures. It felt like we'd kind of made it when we saw that. And uh, what are you both most excited about for London Hat Week 2020? Well, I think, you know, we've all collectively faced some pretty crazy challenges so far this year. And I really think that getting together with our hats and reconnecting with friends to celebrate is just going to be amazing. I agree, definitely. Georgina, what are you looking forward to most? So um, this version of London Hat Week at Home is pretty exciting stuff. We haven't done it before. Um, podcasts are new for us. Um, and the whole, the whole concept is exciting. And I really hope that we can use this again. This experience is going to be great learning for us. And perhaps we can reach an even bigger audience in the future. Um, we can start to use this as a more regular channel. We're also really excited because this is the first year that we're working in partnership and in collaboration with Morley College, um, which is a really big deal for us. Um, we've been working really well with the facilities team and the teaching team at Morley and now with the radio team too. So uh, we're really looking forward to doing more of that this year and hopefully next year too. Um, we plan to take on this series of podcasts and have more regular output from now on. So in previous years for London Hat Week, you've had a series called Headliners, where you've interviewed some hat enthusiasts and hat makers. So I thought it would be nice if I could put the same questions to you both, if that's all right. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. It's about time we did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So I'm going to put this first question to you, Georgina. What was the first hat that you made? Um, 
my first ever hat date me because it was for a royal wedding street party and not for the most recent wedding but for the Charles and Diana wedding in the early 80s and um, I was quite young at the time but I already had quite high aspirations of uh, hat wearing and I wanted to make this massive cartwheel hat with a huge brim covered in red white and blue rosettes with a red white and blue edging and a big red white and blue ribbon with a bow um, I had no idea how to do it so it became a massive family project in the run-up to the street party and we made this massive hat out of um, cardboard and a lot of crepe paper and ribbon um, but it was great fun and I wore it it lasted throughout the whole party and I was just so delighted that I had this massive hat so that that was my first taste of it I suppose that's what started me off <laughs> <laughs> great we really want to see some pictures on a uh, London Hat Week social media I think we'd all yeah. enjoy <laughs> I've got them safely locked away. <laughs> um, uh, this question's for both of you. What's your favourite hat or style of millinery to wear and why? Um, so from a practical point of view, in the summer, I love to wear a hat uh, to keep the sun off my face. I'm very conscious of sun damage. And I usually choose a really nice quality Panama. So um, I generally treat myself to a new one every year. And then I might trim it for myself to go with different outfits. So I might change the ribbon. I put different hat pins on it. And I try to make it look different. Um, but I just really enjoy wearing them. They're very practical. They're very light. That uh, You don't get hot in them. And, um, and also they look really nice and stylish. But if I'm talking about an occasion hat then I'm generally looking for something that's going to give me height because I'm quite small. And um, when we're at London Hat Week, I'm very often standing next to Becky. And um, you're so tall, it makes me look even shorter. So <laughs> I'm generally <laughs> looking for something that's going to make me look a reasonable height um, without looking ridiculous. So I like a big trim, something sculptural. And then I, I do like a bit of beading as well. Becky, what's your favourite style of hat to wear? Uh, well, so I actually really like cocktail hats. Um, I'm quite tall. I'm not going to say I'm very, very tall, but I think once I have heels on, <laughs> I have some height. So I like something that's a uh, small, clean um, base and then an interesting trim that kind of brings the eye upwards and can be worn at an angle. Um, one of my favourites is, is the one I wore to the London Hat Walk last year, which is which had a big multicolored bow on it and was made by Martine here. Um, so yeah, that's that's my favorite. <laughs> Thank you very much for the plug. <laughs> um, if you could make or choose a hat for someone um, from history or from now, who would that be for? Um, so I would like to choose or make a hat for all those people who say that hats don't suit them. So I know that's a big long list because we hear it all the time, unfortunately. And um, I think that they just haven't found the right one. I truly believe that there is a hat for everybody and um, they can make you feel so great that it's a shame not to wear one. So I would love to get all those people together and, um, you know, help them maybe match them up with some milliners and say, okay, let's try all these different styles on and see what suits you and, and what you're going to have fun wearing. 
Becky, who would you choose a hat for? So I'd love to, you know, get someone who would influence a lot of others to wear hats. So we have some great hat wearers in the press, you know, uh, the Duchess of Cambridge, Lady Gaga, those kind of people who who are ambassadors for hat wearing. And um, I have a teenage daughter who loves Billie Eilish, and she has managed to get a whole generation wearing beanie hats. So I would really love to get something else on her, another kind of style, a stylish hat that she she would wear and maybe just inspire that younger generation that they could try hats themselves. Yeah, she's got a really um, she's got a really cool style, so she'd be a really good mm. ambassador, I think, for hats for the next generation. Mm. If you could both travel through time to an era that's known for hat wearing, what would that era be? Uh, I think that changes, but right now I'm loving the 1930s. Um, I'm currently running a blog series on Hat Talk with some articles by Amy Fowler about past millinery masters. And we've been focusing on the New York milliners of the 30s and 40s just in the last few weeks. So Lily Dashe, Mr. John, Sally Victor. Um, and looking back at some of the photos of their work, I have been loving some Lily Dashe turbans from the 30s. Um, very cool. And I, I think wouldn't mind popping back there to try some myself. Georgina, your favourite era? Um, well, as I, I generally wear quite clean and um, architectural shapes myself without too much trimming, but I really love ribbon. And I have stacks of it in my house and in the workroom. So I would go to the time that I can think of that has the, the frilliest, biggest bows ever, and that's the Edwardian era. So they had big hair, big hairdos, big hats and massive big bows and um, big big sort of confections of ribbon on top of their heads. And I would love to have a go at wearing that. Georgina, you mentioned you want to put a hat on everyone who says they can't find a hat to suit them. What would be your advice for someone choosing a hat for the first time? So um, I have to admit my bias here. I am a milliner. So my advice is always go to see a milliner and um, find somebody you think you can trust and, and work with. It's really important that when you wear something that you're really looking forward to having it and you're really looking forward to getting out there and showing everybody else what you're wearing, just like people do with a new pair of shoes or a new handbag. I think if you go and see a milliner, you can um, try on lots of different shapes and sizes, different colors, different textures, different trimmings, and you can have things really personalized for you. Uh, and so that's definitely the best way to go. But um, failing that, ask for some recommendations and go to a store where they have uh, properly trained staff in the millinery department. Um, some of the, the better quality department stores have people on hand to help. But I think the key is to try on as many different shapes and sizes and scales as possible because if you don't wear them regularly, you don't know what suits you. And it's the same as finding the right cut of jeans or the right style of shoe. You might try, somebody else might suggest something that you would never have thought of. And then you put it on. And if it makes you start, it makes you smile and makes you feel confident and excited, then that's the thing to pick. That's the one to wear. Hmm. Thank you. That's really, really good advice. OK, big question. If you could finish this sentence, the joy of a hat is? The joy of a hat 
is that it lifts your mood and it do also does the same for everyone else around you. Um, I've definitely noticed like if you go out on the street, if you go on the tube, if you go out anywhere in public with an amazing hat on, you get smiles, you get some stares, but you also get compliments from complete strangers. And it's just, uh, it's a conversation starter and it's, it's just a, a mood lifter. And for me, the joy of a hat is that it completes your look and it can completely change the way you look and feel. So if you're going for a romantic mood, you might wear a nice big floppy brim. If you're wanting to look really dapper, you might wear a really snappy trilby. But the whole thing completes your look totally and it tells the story that you're trying to portray. Okay, taking the questions back to this year's Hat Week, you add new things to the schedule every time. So what's next for London Hat Week? Um, well, as you know, we always have plenty of ideas up our collective sleeve. Um, but we are always also very interested to hear what everybody else wants to do. So. If you have any ideas, and this could be something for milliners or for non-makers, for hat enthusiasts, um, men, women, children, anybody really, we want to hear from you. So please get in touch via the website or on social media, and we'd be really interested to know what you would like to see on the schedule for the next London Hat Week. And what's the best way for people to get in touch with London Hat Week? Well, definitely find us on social media, like Georgina just mentioned. We're at London Hat Week on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, and also, you know, go ahead and visit our website, which is www.londonhatweek.com. Uh, it's great if you could join our mailing list. We will keep you up to date with the latest news when our new schedules are coming out and all those things. London Hat Week Live has been rescheduled for 6th to the 12th of October 2020. In the meantime, what can people do to get involved before October? So they can get involved on um, London Hat Week at home. And one thing in particular they can do is on their daily exercise, they could um, tune into the Morley radio station and pick up their playlist. And they could dance around in a hat in their living room, on their balcony, in their garden or however they fancy and send us a picture, send us a selfie of you in your hat and tell us why you like it. Tag um, London Hat Week. And I think Becky's going to give you the hashtags. Yeah. So take those selfies, tag at London Hat Week and add hashtag Hat Week at Home. That's hashtag Hat Week at Home so we can all see the great hats on all of your heads all around the world. Georgina and Becky, thanks so much for your time. Thank thanks, you, Martin. Martin.